It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Locked On Rockies podcast on your Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia, and today is Monday. It is, oh, actually, it's barely Tuesday, but this will be out Tuesday morning, right after the Rockies' first home game of the homestand. They are going to face the Cubs and then the Padres, if I'm not mistaken. And this was the first game against the Cubs. Pretty evenly matched game obviously the Rockies just saw the Cubs last week but before we get into all of that let's talk about today's podcast it's brought to you in part by hotels.com don't hate like your friend's trip book your own trip with hotels.com and get rewarded everywhere you go hotels.com be there do that get rewarded and check out the Himalayan app It's free, it's super easy to use, and they have every podcast you could possibly think of. Plus, they personalize playlists for you with other podcasts that might be along the theme of what you really enjoy listening to. It's just like Spotify, but for podcasts, it's really, really cool. I love it, and it also has hands-free options where you can tell your phone to play um, the Locked on Rockies podcast, and it'll play that podcast for you. You can find and download the Himalayan app, find this podcast on Apple Store, Google Play Store, any of those places. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can find the Locked on Rockies. Definitely check it out, follow it, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, subscribe again. All that stuff really helps me out. I personally appreciate it every time someone shares an episode and listens to one. So I truly, truly cannot tell you guys how much I appreciate you listening on a regular day basis and sharing that content. And if you're in Coors Field ever, shoot me a message on Twitter or Instagram and I will do my best to come down from the press box and and say hi to you guys. I'm all about meeting people and saying hi to the people who support me the most you know I've met a few of you already and I'd love to meet more of you I'm always around town and available so just shoot me a message it's really I I promise you know I do my best to to get to everybody but today the Rockies took on the Cubs here at Coors Field and probably the highlight of that game was just the fact that Carlos Gonzalez Cargo, as he's known here in Denver, came back for the first time to Coors Field since being let go, released from the Rockies last se- at the end of last season. Um, he had a short stint with Cleveland and then went uh, was released by Cleveland as well and kind of had a semi-large break there in the middle and then all of a sudden got picked up by the Cubs, headed to AAA, played a few games there, and then headed to major leagues again. Uh, you know, I got a chance to talk with Cargo and I will probably clip in a little bit of his interview just 
getting to hear from him what it was like to play in Coors Field again. He'll talk, he talks about what that standing ovation meant to him. You know, some people were really concerned, like, do you think Cargo gets booed or does he get cheers? And I was just like, are we kidding? Like, there's no way Cargo gets booed. He's been a Rocky for most of his career. He wanted to stay here. It wasn't his choice to leave. He really wished he could have played his whole career here in, in Coors Field. He... You know, I, I honestly, I tweeted this out earlier in the day, and and it's not because I don't want to see the Rockies win by any means, but I honestly said, you know, if Cargo pulls one to right field and it it's a home run, that would honestly make me happy because it's, as they say on the radio broadcast for the Rockies, a touch of old time. That's so Cargo, and I can remember plenty of Cargo home runs that made my day or, you know, Growing up, definitely somebody that a memorable moments with Cargo. So um, I, I hope that he has a good series here in Coors Field. I hope that he feels at home. He talked a little bit about what it was like to face a old friend in Marquez. They, they're very, very close, good friends. They still He talks about how they still FaceTime and they still cheer each other on and, and hope the best for each other. So definitely – Hope to see him do well here at Coors while he's here for the next couple days. Um, he had three at-bats and only got one walk. The first at-bat against Marquez, he got a walk, and uh, after that he did not do anything necessarily at the plate. But the the Cubs really rocked Marquez in that second and third inning. They got a few base runners on in the second, and then it was the third inning that really did him in. They strung together some big hits, three home runs in the third inning against Marquez. Not typical what you see from Herman this season, especially, you know, he's a high strikeout guy, but that also means that he's using his fastball quite a bit. And if you leave the fastball over the plate just enough, he's going to, you know, have the opportunity, leave the opportunity out there for guys to hit home runs. And he did tonight. You had a home run, gosh, by, let's see, third inning by Rizzo, Schwarber, and Bodie. Goodness, that third inning really did him in. But the Rockies offense did not quit. They really came back and produced there in late innings. Or, <laughs> excuse me, they produced there in the in later that inning in the fourth as well. They came back, kind of picked up, picked up Herman, which is what the offense has been doing over the course of the last several weeks. They have been kind of picking up their pitchers because they are working with a very very young starting pitching staff, and that has been something that they've had to do. We'll get into the offense and more after. We talk a little bit about everyone's favorite little blue pill, Blue Chew. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. That's right, not on the field, in bed. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, 
no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S., and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code MLB to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them for sponsoring our podcast. Welcome back after the break. Um, So looking more closely at what Marquez was doing on the mound tonight, you know, most of those balls that were knocked into play were fastballs or the knuckle curve. Aside from the Rizzo home run, which was a slider, everything else was knuckle curve or or, or four-seam fastball in particular. Let's see. Chris Bryant was knocked one into play. That was a four-seam fastball. Schwarber's home run was a four-seam fastball left right over the middle of the plate. And that was the majority of the hits that he had. David Bodie's home run was a two-seam fastball, also left hanging over the plate. So they capitalized on a few of Hedman's errors in today's game. He did not look his sharpest, and he's been on a decline. I feel like the last three outings he's had, I've said, ooh, this was not one of his best games. This was not one of his best games. He definitely looks like he's on a decline. Um, I would say that probably has to do with the fact that he's been carrying the starting staff for the majority of this season, and you know he's gone really late innings in a lot of games early on here. And he probably, you know, pitching has lulls. They have ups and downs. And I think that that a lot of people, you know, want to see a pitcher just be consistently good, which they are throwing like 100 pitches, 80 pitches in a game. So consistency (laughs) is hard to determine when you're thinking, okay, how many of those 80 pitches were strikes? And you look at the ratio of balls to strike ratio, it's usually consistently better. But you can still get rocked on a few errors, and that's what Hedman, what happened to Hedman in this game. Despite that, you know, the offense, like I said, picked up for him in that third inning. They also score four home runs. Um, Blackman gets one. Arenado gets one. And uh, they score a couple with runners on and are able to come back. It's tied 4-4. There's nothing happening in the fourth, fifth, or sixth inning. And then in that seventh inning, Ian Desmond comes in and knocks the longest home run in MLB history uh, for this season, the longest home run this season. I believe it was 486 feet, if I'm not mistaken. Um a very, very deep home run. And, you know, when we talked to Ian about it after the game, he was 
not thrilled. He didn't really care. He was just happy that it went over the fence, and that was all he had to say about it. So it wasn't something that really affected him. Obviously, as a veteran in this game, maybe he's hit enough home runs that it's not that big of a deal. But it was a big pitch hit for Ian Desmond. And they're able, really, that's the one difference maker in this game because they're able to score, the Cubs score in the eighth, the Rockies tie, tie, or don't tie it up, but they score another run in the eighth. But that one difference was in the seventh Ian Desmond home run. Now, before I play for you that cargo audio that I have, um, just want to give a shout out to the bullpen. Uh, Heido Diaz pitched a great inning uh he was phenomenal he's been very good i always feel good with him on on this uh the mound and you know he just works with his two pitches sometimes three he's got that nasty slider at, that's coming at you at close to 90 miles an hour and then he's got a four seam and a two seam fastball that he likes to throw scott oberg and Wade Davis both had pretty good nights. Um, you know, Oberg always makes me a little nervous when he gets out there because he can sometimes let guys on, either walking guys or letting guys get on base, and then it stresses me out a little bit. But maybe that's just his style. He likes to play with a couple guys on base. But Rockies get the win over the Cubs here at home. It was a great uh, just MLB outing. It was a great matchup. You know, they battled back and forth and I, I felt like it was a, it was a fun game to watch. And now I'll play that audio for you from Carlos Gonzalez, just about the post-game audio in particular. I've already posted this pre-game audio. You can check that out on at Mile High Sports on Instagram. Always check out, I post all the videos on Instagram, everything that we get. So check it out there at Mile High Sports or at Vita Viva Diva. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia. I'm going to end this episode now, and you can listen into that clip from Cargo after the game. He really had a lot to say about the fans, so definitely give it a listen to if you truly respect him as, as much as I do. It's lovely being with you guys. I'll be back with you tomorrow with another episode. This one will be out for your morning commute. Thanks for listening to the Locked On Rockies podcast on your Locked On Podcast Network. Don't forget to follow, guys. Don't forget to follow all the great content out there at milehighsports.com and at Vita Viva Diva. Bye. Play about 1,370 games in the regular season. How strange did this one feel? Playing on a visiting team, standing out in right field, comfortable spot. But I mean, it felt, it felt awesome. You know, um, you know, I play a lot of games in this place. Being in right field, it felt so comfortable. You know, because uh, you know, this is where I, this, that's the spot that I was playing. You know, for the past 10 years. So, but uh, you know, a little weird playing against the Rockies, uh, but that's, that's part of the game, you know, a lot of guys uh, get the same one spot or the entire career, uh, it wasn't my case, but, uh, you know, this place will, will forever be a, a special place for me. You said on the bench before the game that you didn't think this would happen because you're with Cleveland and Cleveland wasn't yeah. going to play the Rockies, so this was, before the game, you looked at this as sort of a special treat that presumably it lived up to it. I mean, you would have liked to have won and, you know, yeah, yeah, no, a few yeah, balls in the gap. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think, uh, you know, it was a great game. You know, we played, we, we, we scored some runs early. Uh, you know, they battled back, tied the game, you know. And, 
um, overall it was a uh, you know back and forth thing. Uh, at the end, uh, they they won the game. You know they deserve it. They played really well. You know they got the key hits uh, late in the game, and then uh, Davis uh, closed the door. So uh, you know it was a, a great battle. Uh, they deserve the win. Uh, tomorrow's another day, but like I said, overall I think it was a special day. You know, uh, you know all the all the you know the people cheering and uh, being in right field and. You know, getting to see the same, you know, a lot of a lot of same faces uh, that I've seen over the years uh, was definitely special. It was nice that Walters kind of did what he did before your first at bat, kind of walked out there for no particular reason for 15 yeah. feet, just and he was even clapping. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah, I so saw a lot of guys on the other side. You know, uh, that was sweet because you know I have so much respect for every single person and you know in that roster, not just the roster, you know, the the, the entire organization, the fans, and you know. The owner, the ownership, everybody. So, uh, you know, it was nice to see that, you know, they gave me a, you know, a, a little break so I can, you know, enjoy the what the fans did to me. Uh, so that's uh, that's one of the highlights that I, that I will that I will always remember for, you know, my time playing. You probably haven't stood at home plate and looked at your helmet too many times. No, I think it's the first time, you know. You've had uh, curtain calls, but this is different. Yeah, that is uh, definitely different, you know. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, I'm playing against them now, uh, but uh, you know, it was uh, it was it was meant to be that way, you know. I'm I'm here for a reason. Uh, I'm trying to help this team win, and uh, I'm kind of glad that I got the chance to come here. Like you say, you know, I never I didn't expect to come here this year or anytime soon, and. Um, the way the way everything happened so fast, you know, I was sitting at home waiting for, for an opportunity to play, and then, you know, I signed with the Cubs, and two days later, you know, I'm getting called up, and then I look at the I look at the schedule, and I got to play the Rockies in my second game in, in, in Chicago, and then I get to come here. So it was, uh, you know, like I said, everything happens for a reason, you know, and uh, I'm just really I'm extremely humble and, and thankful for. You know, just getting the opportunity, to, you know, to live what I live today. When uh, when Nolan made that play on you on second, that force you out at second base and flip, was there? He had a little smile. He had a little smile. I'm seldom play kind of a smile. I don't know if it was for you or for us because he was making the play. But did you guys say anything, or was there any interaction between the guys? You guys are freaking. I don't know how to explain it. You know, you can you can come out with some magical stuff that you know nobody respect you know and nobody's respecting that flip to second base that's why uh, he got me out but um you know he's a special player you know i've seen him play over the years and you know he can he can do some stuff that you know he can surprise anybody he totally surprised me with that flip you know he got me out um but it's part it's part of his swag you know it's part of his game you know he's always gonna be smiling whenever you do something great and uh and over the years, it seems like he's doing something special every night. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, he's a fun guy to watch. Do you let yourself anticipate the standing ovation? Because you've got a man in your back of your mind that's going to happen. Uh, and was, what was it like compared to maybe what you might have thought it would have been like? I mean, it was, um, you know, you can always imagine what, 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 you know, how it was going to be or whatever. But uh, it was definitely better than I thought, you know. Uh, normally, when we play the Cubs, there's a lot of Cubs fans in, in the stands. But... Um, you know they show their support. They show the you know the appreciation over the years, and um, like I said, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be something that is gonna stick in my head for you know my entire life. Your last at bat against Oldberg. I mean, I've seen you enough for ten years, and sometimes the bat does fly out of your hands. 
Were you trying perhaps too hard there after Baez had tied the game, or was it? Just... No, I mean it, it, it's just one of those things that you know. I got a lot of blisters in my hand right now because you know I took I took a long a long break when I after I got released by the by the Indians and then now I'm trying to catch up with everybody swinging extra taking extra swings in the cage but uh, all that stuff is gonna happen but um, you know hopefully uh, you know my hands doesn't hurt as much so I can squeeze the bat harder uh, <laughs> but yeah it's, it was uh, it was one of those weird things that uh, I mean I never done that before in my career that, and and it just happened so went back to back swing yeah yeah. yeah. Obviously, you've hit a lot of bombs here in Coors Field, a lot of home runs, pulled up to right field is kind of your thing. Um, how comfortable were you batting against not just your old teammate, but your paisano, Marquez? I mean, I tell you what, it's just, it's just one of those weird things, you know, like I, I wasn't expecting to face Marquez, you know. We FaceTime all the time. We always talk to each other. Uh, you know, even when I was in a different organization during the off season, we always talking to each other, always pulling for each other. And uh, and now I got to face him. You know, it was it was, it was real because um, not only I have to focus on facing the guy that I that I always used to pull for, uh, but now uh, you know I'm getting a standing ovation. I'm getting you know it's kind of emotional. And then now I got to focus and step on the batter's box and face the guy that's throwing in the '98. It's like it was a, a quick adjustment that I have to make, but uh, you know, it's a it was a fun model. I think he's just, he's a special player. He's gonna be uh, you know good as long as he stay healthy. And um, you know, obviously, I'm gonna pull for him when he's not playing against me. You said before the game that this was probably gonna be one of your more memorable experiences in your career. Did it live up to that? Of course, yeah. yeah um, I don't think, like you said, it's the first time that I ever have to go through something like this. You know, just. Um, Step on the batter's box with a different uniform, and uh, you know all these people used to cheer for me. Uh, you know, good or bad, uh, ups and downs. They were always on my side, always supported me, and uh, you know it means a lot when you know even when when, I, when you're wearing a different uniform, they still recognize and they're still uh, showing love for me. So it was great. Thanks, Scott. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.